to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. This is Empower, the podcast that motivates you to start living your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a former lawyer turned podcast host, content creator, and now your personal hype woman. Thank you so much for joining me where we chat all about growth, goals, and living with intention. No matter how life is feeling for you today, this time is yours, so let's make it count. Kia ora te Welcome back to Empower. It is October, which is ridiculous, three quarters of the way through the year, about to head into a really hectic season as the holidays approach. I'm super excited because, fingers crossed, all going well, I'm expecting to be able to finally launch the productivity planners for Organizer this month, which feels like it's been, this is why I'm laughing, right? It feels like it's been a long time coming. I know it really hasn't, like it's been maybe four to five months of getting everything ready since we decided that this is what we were doing, but I'm just so impatient. It feels like it's been a lifetime. So thank you to all of you for your support in general with Organize Her, particularly those of you that have purchased the Moneymaker Budget Tracker that I talked about in last week's episode. And of course, if you haven't already, make sure you follow the Organize Her Instagram page. We have over 200 followers, which feels to be honest, like a really massive deal for me. I'm stoked with that. So if you're there, thank you. If you're not there yet, please head over. Even the response to the Moneymaker budget tracker has been pretty overwhelming, to be honest, in a good way. I'm just really grateful that it's valuable and that you're enjoying it and it's helping you get closer to your goals, which is really what it's all about. That's why I'm here. It's why I'm talking to you. It's why I do what I do because I care so much about it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Today we're talking about triggers, specifically from the people around us who behave in ways that are hurtful. The first episode I ever dropped of this podcast is about not caring about the opinions of other people, but saying that you shouldn't care about other people's opinions and actually figuring out how to apply that in your own life day in, day out is a different kettle of fish. No matter how good you are at doing your thing, irrespective of what other people think about it or have to say about it, we all have triggers. I've found, at least in my experience, the hardest, most triggering interactions are always the ones that occur when I'm faced with mean people or people that are being intentionally hurtful, especially when it's coming from people that you love or care about. 
I find that the hardest to deal with. And I know I'm not alone in feeling that way. So if you are someone that's noticing this a bit more in your life, let's talk about it and let's talk about what you can do to make it easier on yourself. Keeping in mind that you can't control what anyone else chooses to do, but you do get a say about how you respond to it. And just for some background, I'll be really honest with you, I have been feeling light on the podcast episode ideas lately, and often I'll be like, oh my god, what should I talk about this week? Like, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know this, because I've been posting stories about it, like, what do you guys want to hear? And I must say, it's a lot easier now that I am pumping out episodes fortnightly as opposed to weekly, but still, like, I don't want to repeat an episode that I've already done unless I really feel like something's changed or I have a different perspective to share on it. So I don't want to do an episode that I've already done and then I'll get into my head about it when I'm planning and then I get paralyzed and I just don't know what to do. I mean, I digress, but this morning I woke up and I thought, right, what is something that I am struggling to deal with at the moment? Because that is what we're going to do a podcast episode on today. And today it is managing my triggers in response to hurtful behavior. For me personally, most of it comes from complete randoms or strangers, people that I don't know. Definitely people that don't know me, because these days I have somewhat of a presence on the internet. It doesn't show up so much in my personal relationships most of the time because I don't tolerate intentionally hurtful behavior from anyone. I won't allow that energy into my life. And if it's something that I notice, I cut that person off pretty quickly. But sometimes even the people you care about and love deeply are capable of hurting you. Most of the time, not intentionally. But it's extremely difficult to deal with, not only because it's really triggering, but also because then you're trying to figure out how to navigate that situation because you care about someone while dealing with all of this hurt and you're trying to protect yourself, but you love them while you're also trying to maintain your boundaries and be alignment with your values and your beliefs. Like, it's a lot. The human experience is a lot. (laughs) But before I get into these tips, though, because I am going to talk about some tips that I think are really helpful if you are trying to manage your triggers when you're faced with hurtful behavior. I do want to say something and I want to make it very clear that yes, we are all capable of managing our triggers and doing what we can to protect ourselves and better manage our own emotional responses for the sake of our own peace of mind. However, if someone is continuously exhibiting hurtful behavior towards you, there is no amount of work that you can do on yourself to change that situation. Anyone that is consistently hurting you, it doesn't matter how much you work on yourself, how much you communicate it to them, how much time you give them to change, how much empathy you can show them, it will not change unless that individual makes a conscious decision to do better, backed up with real action. You can't do the work on someone else's behalf. You can't take responsibility for someone else's hurtful behavior. And I just want to make that really clear before I get into these strategies, You can absolutely take responsibility for yourself and for the way that you handle your triggers, for the way that you respond to hurtful people, yes, but you are only responsible for yourself. Anyone exhibiting hurtful behavior towards you, that's on them and on them alone. So now that I've said that, let's get into these strategies on how to manage your triggers when faced with hurtful behavior. Firstly, never ever respond immediately if you know you're triggered. What you want to do is remove yourself from the situation as soon as you recognize that you are triggered. And we all know the signs within ourselves, right? Like for me, my whole body goes cold. (laughs) Like from top to bottom, it just freezes. My heart rate goes up and all of my reasoning skills and logical thinking gone. 
I know that about myself and the closest people to me know that as well. So straight away, I am on the phone to them like, SOS, I am not okay right now and I'm going to do something crazy. I am going to do something crazy if I don't talk my way out of this or if you don't ring me right now and help me talk my way out of this. Truly. I mean, I've sort of figured out how to deal with it myself anyway, but it's very helpful when I can call my best friend and she can answer the phone and, you know, just back me up. Just be that be that reasonable voice in the background because I don't trust myself when I'm triggered. So I do rely heavily on the people that I love, the people that are closest to me to help me reason through that situation when I'm in the heat of it. Because when you're triggered, it's really difficult to do it on your own. It's natural to become incredibly reactive, to start responding in ways that feel right in the moment based on your heightened emotions, even though you might not necessarily react in the same way if you weren't in that emotional state. When you are like this, you need to step back. You need to remove yourself from the situation. You need to take some deep breaths. You need to find some clarity. You might need to throw your phone across the room. Otherwise, you risk saying something that you don't mean or doing something that you wouldn't normally do and regretting it once you've calmed down. So the first thing that you want to do, if you start to recognize the signs within you, the emotional reactions that you're feeling that are telling you that this is triggering for you or this person is triggering you, Remove yourself from the situation physically if you can, otherwise mentally, emotionally, remove yourself until you feel more in control of yourself, of your words, of your actions. Next strategy is being realistic about someone's motive. And this one's really hard. I think when someone hurts you, the natural instinct is to look inwards and start asking what it is about you that's making someone treat you in this way. What have I done to cause this person to hurt me? so much. I think it hurts more when you have expectations that other people will treat you the way that you treat them. There are expectations that you can't really hold. Well, you can, you can hold them, but expect to be disappointed. Just because you hold certain standards and beliefs for yourself does not mean that anyone else will adhere to those same standards. People will do whatever they want to do, and most of the time it has nothing to do with you. And it makes sense that someone behaving in a way that hurts you is actually just projecting some of their own hurt onto you. Hurt people hurt people. Maybe you make them feel insecure. Maybe there is something about you that reminds them of someone else that hurt them in the past and for whatever reason they are taking it out on you. Maybe there is something about you that makes them feel like they aren't enough. And that's over to them to deal with. There is nothing you can do about that. So be realistic about the real reason they are treating you poorly and the real motive behind their behavior. Speak to someone you trust about it. I find it's much easier to identify these things and understand these things objectively when there is a degree of separation and when you're not triggered. And the person with the degree of separation that isn't triggered is someone that isn't in it with you. It's the person that can walk beside you but isn't necessarily with you feeling triggered. So if you aren't able to think it through with a clear head and better understand, like, where is this actually coming from? Reach out to someone who you trust that can give you the perspective that you need. If you are a little bit of a workaholic like me and you are trying to incorporate more movement into your life, but you feel like you don't have enough hours in your day, look no further. 
Get yourself a Deskbird standing desk to upgrade your workspace, transform your routine and boost your productivity. Our generous friends at Deskbird will give you $40 off any Deskbird desk purchase if you use the discount code MIHI40, that's M-I-H-I-4-0. Deskbird also offers free shipping New Zealand-wide, 10-year warranties and as a long-time customer myself, I would not be recommending them to you if I didn't 100% believe in their product. Visit deskbird.co.nz, the link is in the description and if you do buy a desk, please let me know what you think of it. Third strategy is recognizing that nothing has meaning unless you give it meaning. And that one's powerful. I read something the other day that said our feelings do not come from external events, but from our own thinking about those events. And I love this because it is the greatest reminder that our perception of reality is up to us. Our feelings are up to us and our responses are up to us. Too often, I think we are all guilty of giving other people so much power over our feelings. And we'll say things like, this person made me feel X, Y, Z. And I don't say this to invalidate anyone's experience, but rather as a reminder that anyone can do anything and the impact that it has on you is solely up to you. Sometimes people just want a reaction out of you and you get a choice about whether you will feed into that reaction or just walk away from it. You actually have that much power. And I guess you could align it to the last point about understanding people's motive. But sometimes what helps me is realizing that not everything is about me. And that if someone is acting in a way which is hurtful to me, it's about them. Decentering myself means that I'm capable of walking away from a hurtful situation because I can see that someone is going through whatever it is that they are going through. And I just happen to be the target for them on this day at this time. Of course, this is assuming I actually haven't done anything to trigger that. And obviously, if I have, then I definitely want to talk about it. I want to know about it. I want to make things right, which is about communication. And that's a whole other episode. But the beauty of decentering yourself in this way is about just not taking things personally. Because even though some things feel really personal, a lot of the time they're not. And definitely not taking anything personally from someone who doesn't know you personally. For myself, as someone who is used to being harassed and abused by online trolls, <laughs> seriously, it's not funny. It's not funny. But I'm so used to it now. Like I've figured out my way around it. I am at peace with it. I realize that as long as I want to keep doing what I'm doing, as long as I have something to say, it's something that I have to deal with. Nine times out of 10, I just don't care. Firstly, because you have to be on another level of miserable to care enough to harass random people online for no reason, but also because if someone doesn't know you personally, and this is why I laugh, right? If someone doesn't know you personally, their words mean nothing because they don't know you. They could say that you're a bad person, but they could also say that you have three arms and five legs. They don't know you. So none of it carries any weight. It's just words. And that doesn't mean words aren't hurtful. Yes, words can be very hurtful, but you get to decide how much meaning you want to give them. And I think that is an incredibly empowering reminder to have. Lastly, fourth strategy, after the fact, ask yourself what you can do to take back your power and to not be so triggered by hurtful people. This is a long-term thing, obviously, not something that you can do when you're in the heat of the moment and you're super triggered and emotionally heightened. But when you get a chance to reflect and you recognize that something has triggered you, it's then up to you to figure out what you want to do about it. 
I take triggers as a sign that I need to work on myself more in that area. So for example, if there is something that someone has said online about me and it does trigger me, it's a sign that I need to unpack it. I need to figure out why it's so triggering for me. And then I need to decide what I'm going to do about it. So that's either working through it and getting past it and learning to be okay with whatever it was that triggered me in the first place, or just removing the problem altogether. I think there are benefits to both. So when I have actively focused on pulling apart and overcoming certain triggers, I have always come out stronger, more mentally resilient, more secure and confident within myself. But there are also times when I've looked at something that I've posted online, thought about why it invited all of the wrong attention, most of the time from racist, misogynistic men, which triggers me. And I've decided that actually it's not worth my mental health to try and work through this trigger learn to be okay with it because I'm never going to be okay with that. Like some things you will never be okay with. That is one thing that I will never be okay with. And so instead of learning to overcome that trigger, learning how to be okay with it and just getting over it, I just choose to stay away from posting content that could expose me to those same people. And it's it's about balance. You can't avoid hurtful people for the rest of your life. You will need to deal with them in all aspects in social capacities and personal relationships and professional relationships. Like you can't avoid people that will do things that will feel hurtful to you. Like you can't avoid that. That is life. But you also don't need to willingly put yourself in situations where you feel vulnerable and exposed to torment, unless of course you are feeling strong enough to handle that. While it's really awesome to figure out how to overcome your triggers, it's also absolutely fine to ask the question of yourself about whether it's worth staying in a situation where you are constantly triggered or whether it's worth keeping someone in your life that behaves in a way that hurts you. And it's absolutely fine and okay to walk away from those scenarios too. Like I say, I've made both decisions a number of times in my life and I have no regrets about any choices that I made. But all of that is over to you. There is no right or wrong. It is your life. You can make whatever decisions you want to make. I feel like that's really all that life is. It's a series of decisions, it's actions and consequences. And hopefully in the middle of that, you get lots of moments that are filled with joy and love and laughter and sometimes filled with challenges too. But you get to learn from those challenges and that's painful, but it's also rewarding. It's a lot. Life's a lot. But we're so lucky to be here. And what are the odds that we're all here at this time doing this thing? Listening to me. (laughs) Thanks for listening to me. (laughs) Anyway, You don't need to put up with hurtful behavior at all, but at times it is unavoidable. And if you feel like sometimes your triggers get the best of you and you get so overwhelmed by that instant emotional reaction that you can't even think straight, I hope this episode resonated for you and you can take something that you've heard today and apply it to your everyday life and hopefully make a triggering situation for you a little bit easier to deal with. But anyways, on that note, I will love you and leave you. I appreciate that you take time out of your day to listen to me. As always, make sure you do something kind for yourself today and I will chat to you in two weeks time.